Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. Take your certified badass when you play. This week we are sponsored by Audible. Want to listen free to interesting movies and books? Try the Audible 30-day trial and join Audible today and you can enjoy your first listen free. Of course, if you don't like your audio books, then you can exchange it free for another. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.audibletrial.com and try the Audible 30-day trial right now. And we're here, it's One Up Gaming, episode 162, it's me David, and this week, it's the thrower spanner to get a new guest, it's George. I'm a guest? Co-host, do you want to say then? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like throwing darts on a dartboard. Yeah, it's like whoever I can get this week It's understandable get. though, people, people are busy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish that they would just email me to sort of say, oh, I am busy, or I am doing this, that, the other. Oh, yeah, that would be super nice, like I tell you all the time, mm. if I can make it I mean, like, Chris emailed saying he's on a road trip this weekend, so he can't come and, and do it. But it's nice to have people come along and sort of say that they're busy and can't do it. Yeah. Instead of me just sat there going, come on... Sucks. I wish this was part of my uh, full-time job, but nope. Doesn't work like that. I know, I know. <laughs> well, my job's changed now, so I'm now working. As of Tuesday next week, I'll be working during the day. So I'll actually see people and not just oh, no. the scum of the earth that druggies at night. <laughs> well then. Yeah. So, George, what have you been doing this week? <laughs> what have I been doing or what have I been playing? Uh, let's see what you've been doing. See, see, just change it up a wee bit. All right. Uh, what have I been doing? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I had stuff to do for work that makes me busy. Uh, studying for tests. Uh, that's not fun. But I did find some time to play uh, games uh, on top of that. Um, yeah, yeah, you weren't, you weren't going to get much out of me uh, telling you what I did 
during the week because it wasn't much. Um, I played a little bit of Mass Effect, the first one, uh, maybe like 20 minutes uh, in total this whole week, maybe like that's an all, hour. That's all you need. No, you need to finish the whole game. But um, I got to the, is it the Citadel? No. And then I got lost and turned it off. How do you get lost? It's all white and looks the same. There's even a map in the game. I don't know. I just, I think what happened is I got there, got a mission, and had to go somewhere. But then I turned it off, and when I reloaded it, it was started at the mission. But I couldn't remember where I was going. Riveting conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got the uh, Amazon Fire TV. Gaming edition, uh, they were having a sale, uh, Prime Day, uh, for the 12th here, um, and, and here, I, I and here, and, and everywhere, and yeah, even in Africa, I don't even know, that might not be true, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I got the Fire TV Gaming Edition, uh, I did not, I, I got it yesterday and I set it up today. Um, I did not play around with it too, too much, but I played a few games and looked at the UI and everything. And it seems, it seems pretty cool. Um, I was afraid it was going to be bad. I was afraid that it was going to be buggy or something, but, um, Amazon really pulled through because I know, or at least I heard about how Kindles are and I was afraid this was going to be kind of like that. So do you actually know what the basic specs are, like the... What the processor speed is and the RAM and things like that. I really don't know, but spending, uh, I spent a hundred dollars. Um, this is usually one hundred thirty dollars. I would assume it's something uh, pretty good for that kind of price. Well, yeah, I, mean, I got the a few months ago now the, oh God, we were talking Shield TV. Yeah, and that cost me a hundred and fifty pound. Oh wow! Okay, so I'd have a guess that'd be about one hundred and eighty. Something, something like that, yeah. So, but the Shield TV that it's got like three gig of RAM and a really like a Tigra processor. Yeah. So it's really good. Of course, I mean the thing is, it would be that processor because it's that's Nvidia made, um, mm. which I'm surprised they're still making it, but. Uh, because they said they were not making any more of those for anything. And then they just turned around and said, oh, hey, now we're releasing uh, these handheld shields and uh, shield tablets and shield TVs and this and that. Like, they said that they weren't going to make more Tegra processors or GPUs or whatever they are um, for mobile devices. And then they just turned around and just made they start making their own like devices It's weird, but it, they work. They're, they're pretty good. Um, I don't know how they are because I haven't played around. Like I have the handheld shield and that's pretty good for what it is and what it does. But I don't know what like a shield TV is like, or a shield tablet. And I root like if, I kind of have the money to do so, but I also don't feel like spending the money on that because that's a lot of money just in general. Yeah. But uh, looking at this Fire TV, it probably isn't as good as the Shield TV, but it's really nice what it has. The controller is um, like a modified 360 controller. 
Um, it has some weight to it, which is something I personally like. Uh, the controller itself has a headphone port and it has a microphone built in. And there's a, there's a button that you use, uh, you hold it and you can speak to Amazon's Alexis, uh, service. And, uh, I don't, I don't think it works like echo or anything, but I think you could just search up like TV shows and you might yeah, be able to it'll basically be like the, like the connect sort of voice features. Kind of, but it probably works better. Cause like the shield TV that's got that as well. It's got like a little microphone in the controller and all the yeah. other bits and bobs. I'm wondering if there, I'm sure there's some kind of online game, uh, games on the fire TV. I wonder if there's any games that support the microphone. That'd be very interesting. I don't know. I know that because the, because it's right there, and it'd be good for like uh, shooters. And you know, people make shooters for Android, which I believe yeah. the Fire TV is just a modified version of Android. That yeah, could I, mean, be, I think it all Android. <laughs> Maybe that that could be possibly true. Yeah. Um, like I said, I didn't do too much. I didn't play around too much with that, but what I, what I see so far is, is, is pretty cool. Um, it has five gigahertz network card built in, which is a must nowadays. Uh, and then I, uh, to top it all off, I played a little bit more of my Vive, working on review for VR ping pong. Some, some cool stuff. That's what I'm going to say. Don't I've got to say, I don't know if you were on the podcast when I went to the Glasgow gaming event that I went to a couple of weeks ago now. Maybe. And I actually tried the Vive. And I, I wasn't that impressed. To be honest, what impresses you? I think you were expecting too much out of the first How does... So, the good things you like, you don't like... <laughs> Bad things you think are very good. <laughs> no, I just felt that the resolution wasn't quite there. It looked a bit pixelated and blocky. Uh, you might have been playing a, a bad game because a lot of the games I play do not. Yeah, or the, or I, I the mean, settings might be low because the, the games I said, play are not are not like that. The guy said that he, he weren't going to show us any proper games. They were like the. The one I played, it looked like Portal, but it was like a, a first-person sort of shooter where you used two things to shoot. You basically stand s- still and rotate around. It sounds around. just like Portal. Well, no, the a- aesthetics, the look of it. This, the aesthetics were different? No, it looks like Portal. You know, it's all white and clean. And Yeah, but you said it, it's like Portal, but it's first-person and you shoot things. No, no, I'm just saying it. The the look of it, the the graphical style is like Portal. Okay. But but it was it was quite fun. You should. I wanted to I wish try there was a like way a that racing I could show game. You. I don't have any racing games, but there are like. That's all I want. I have stuff, racing game stuff like Modbox and stuff like that, and it's it's really it's really cool. And there's a there's one that has to do with like guns and stuff. What is it called? It's like horse. What is it fucking called? I thought Hand you were going to say horse shit. Hot dogs and <laughs> hand grenades or some shit like that. Or I don't I don't know. It's something like that. And it's really cool. It's like a it's kind of like a gun simulator in a way. You pick up a gun, 
you can load it you can pull this back the slide you could shoot it you could swap the the fire rate you can shoot at targets you can you can shoot from the hip you can shoot with one hand you can shoot uh aiming down sight uh shit like that you can throw grenades pull the pin uh there are stupid grenades that they have like banana grenades and hot dog grenades and you get a a lighter and you light the fuse and then you throw it and you can obviously cook the grenade and wait wait till the fuse is shorter and throw it and it's all that kind of shit i tell you what i've just had a i've uploaded a video on our youtube channel and i named it is dino dini going mad and uh, I sort of like went on to Dino Dini's Twitch sort of thing and he was like doing a day of coding so you could ask him questions and stuff. Yeah. And he had a big 20-minute rant at the beginning saying like, don't listen to the reviewers. They don't know what they're talking about. The game's good. And and someone's just put on, replied saying, why keep banging the indie drum when you're working for Sony? And then another one's like, and the scrolling message that says, don't believe the bad reviews. For fuck's sake, man, make a new game for once. Move on. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. People like Dino. <laughs> oh, yeah, they love him. He's great yeah. for birthday parties. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What, was I saying anything? I don't even remember. I don't know. I might have waited until you finished. I can't remember. <laughs> Great. I was just, do you know when you're sort of reading something, you get quite enthralled in what you're reading, and you just sort of like. I like how you out. never pay attention. I know it's really bad. It is really bad. That's probably why I've got no friends. <laughs> I, to be honest, <laughs> I don't even know how you have a girlfriend. No, neither do I. She probably thinks you're listening. That's why. Oh, he's a great listener. He never interrupts. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit there like a zombie. Nah. <laughs> like every so often she has to wipe the drool from his mouth. Is like, ah. <laughs> and then she stops talking and say, did you know, did you know this one guy in, on Twitch? People hate him and they keep to- shit talking him. <laughs> yeah, I need to get out more. You should play Pokemon Go. I tried it. I deleted it. Because you're, you're, you're dumb. Uh, <laughs> I play Pokemon Go. Uh, I'm planning on uh, going out tomorrow and catching some Pokemon. Because it's a good game. It's fun. And then no, you can no. probably meet people. And... No, you're no. wrong. It's a good idea. It's not a good game. Well, you're wrong. Um, and that's okay, because you're always wrong, so you're used to it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't, what What don't you like about it? The fact that it's called Pokemon, but it's nothing like Pokemon. You catch Pokemon and you fight. Yeah, but you don't use the term-based fighting mechanics that's been on Pokemon for like 20-odd years. It's, it's Pokemon, and you go... How hard is it? How hard is it to understand? No, it's just a reskinned version of their last game. Is it Ingress? Mm, Ingress worked a little bit differently. Probably worked better. 
What? No. It probably worked nah. better. And I, I love all the... the. I don't want to sort of say gaming news, because it's, it's the so-called big press, you know, the real news sites, who they're all going, out, oh, Nintendo's this, that, the other, whatever. It's like, Nintendo had nothing to do with it. Yeah, no, it's just... It's the Pokemon company. It's just company. Nintendo's property. It's the, it's the Pokemon company and Game Freak, which is... Um, which they basically have no hand in it, but Game Freak does the Pokemon games. Yeah. They have no, they have no hand in development or anything, but their name is on there. Um, but I mean, they haven't confirmed it, but do you know, in America alone, they were making about $2 million a day. That sounds about right. Cause idiot little kids are buying Pokeballs or whatever. Little kids? I don't know. People that play the game. I'm sure it's people my age and a little bit older. Like five-year-olds, you know. No, a lot of people who played are like (laughs) my age or a little bit younger or a little bit older. i tell you what, it's great news that people have worked out you dump one of those, I don't know what you call it, where you put a marker down to attract more Pokemon and people come along to try and get better Pokemon and then the people who planted that rob the people of their nice new phones that's good that only happens at like night though because bad people are outside teaches people not to be stupid (laughs) i mean it's a part of the game how does that mean that they're stupid when i'm out and about my phone hardly ever comes out of my pocket it's worth 600 quid you know it just stays hidden away i don't like Advertise that I've got an iPhone. I like to use... Well, the thing is... I don't know what to say that. But the thing is... <laughs> um, I don't know. I use my phone. And then, like, tomorrow... Uh, at some point, probably, like, somewhat near the morning, but more towards afternoon, I'm probably just going to go out and catch some Pokemon. There's a, there's a park that's so close to me, and it has a gym, and it has, like three or four stops or something like that. So, gonna go over there and maybe explore a little bit more. Catch some Pokemon. Yeah, you catch him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I like to enjoy things that don't have um, soccer or uh, fighting mechanics in the game. Hey, I've played games this week that have nothing to do with any of those. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, driving cars. I'm sorry that there's no driving cars in Pokemon. Shit, that's three of the games. Right. <laughs> I like racing and driving games. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's no racing in this game, so obviously you think it's shit. They Pikachu should... does not drive RC car. Zero out of ten would never play again. But I got disappointed because there was Angry Birds Go, and that was a racing game, so I just assumed Pokemon Go was just their version of a racing game. Only you. I'm joking. Only you. (laughs) You say you're joking. Nah, everyone knows what Pokemon Go is. Obviously not, because I took a look at the website before. (laughs) (laughs) And the extreme amounts of sarcasm just poured all over my face. So is that all you've been doing this week and playing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
So what phone do you have? Is it an iPhone or Android? I use an Android. Android. I don't I prefer not to use Apple devices. And it and I have good reasoning. It's not like I'm some guy that will shit on somebody. But like I will say that in the past I've had a lot of problems with like every Apple device I've owned. And with like every device that isn't an Apple device that I've owned, I've had less problems with. I'm not going to say that I've had no problems with because everything that you own, you'll have at least one problem with. Yeah. But I've had less problems not using Apple devices. I mean, the problem for me, the reason why I didn't like Android is because you can do that much with the the OS, technically, because it's basically open. You can do what you want. Yeah. I found that the phone itself is a lot more susceptible to, like, crashes. Not really. It was for me, because God, I did some weird shit for that phone. You probably bought a bad phone, though. You probably bought, like, a like a $100 phone. No, it was a Galaxy S4 at the time. I, I owned a GS4, and I had no problems with it. I actually still I, use it to this day as, like, a music player and a podcast player. And it I was have no so problems. slow. You must... I don't know what you did, but like that phone, even to this day, is actually decently fast compared, not compared to my, my phone, but like, it's still decently fast when I'm coming from my S6. I mean, hand on heart, I can honestly say Samsung are one of the worst Android phone makers. You say that, but they're one of the best, actually. No, the, the chips and the bits and the screens are the best. Their OS that they overlay on top of stuff and the amount of shit they install on it. I'll be honest, I, I don't really have much of that stuff on there. I obviously have some stuff, because that's what everyone except for Google does. But, like, other than that, like, I don't have massive amounts of shit on there. Besides, like, most of it you can remove anyway. No, if it's if it's Samsung, a lot of it's baked into it and you can't remove. You have to do a clean wipe and get a different Android I don't, system on I, there. I don't know. I removed a good amount of stuff that I had on there. But, yeah, let's not go down this road. My, the phone I still enjoyed the most is my, my old Windows 8 phone. That's very surprising to me. There's not I mean, much it, you could really... Oh, I, I think, get I it. Think that, because that's there's not much you could do with it. Yeah. I realized <laughs> as I was saying it. But it was a clean interface, and it was really fast and smooth. I have to say, um, I had a friend who had one, but the thing is, it only had half a gig of RAM. It was one of the Nokia ones, and it was good for a while, and then it just started getting so fucking slow. Like, even making Mm. calls was really slow. And he, like, you can't really download much on there, and you can't really do too, too much with it. So, like, I don't know what happened, but it's just like... It would just get so bogged down, and the battery, the battery life was actually pretty good, but it didn't. There was nothing that really interested me. The Windows interface is, is interesting, but there's not like a lot of shit on there. Like, I don't even think there's like an official Facebook app on there or, or anything. In which I actually don't really use Facebook on my phone anymore because the Facebook app on Android, I don't even know if this is for iPhone, but for Android, it takes up so many resources and. It fucks up with the Gear VR, so I just I just uninstalled it. I, I, I don't really use it on the on the phone. Yeah, and the Messenger but, app is garbage as well. 
Yeah, but um, I have to have that because I uh, book and talk to developers and whatnot. And sometimes it's on Facebook, sometimes it's on Skype, sometimes it's on LinkedIn and things like that. Right. But, yeah, it's, I mean, personally speaking, I don't use Facebook. And, I mean, I've just downloaded and set up a Snapchat account. I don't even know how that works. Neither do I. <laughs> It's like, all right, I want to look at the messages. Wait, what's going on? Why is why do I see myself in the camera? What is going on here? Yeah, oh. it was absolutely crazy. Like, I remember using earlier versions of it, and it was so, like, it was not super intuitive, but it was, like, easy to understand and get to where you wanted to get to. And then this is just, like, I have to stick the phone up my ass or something to get, get to messages, because... I don't even think I, I know how to get to my messages still. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I guess we'll go back to talk about some games. So the first thing that I want to talk about is I got sent something called a game vice to review. What is that? Do you remember probably two Two and a half years ago, something came out called the Wikipad. Okay, I remember the name, but I can't think of... It, it was a seven-inch tablet Okay, that had, like, a controller that you slid into it. It looked like a big U-shape. But it was bad? It was quite good. It was just, it was like... It came out at the wrong time. Just as that came out for, like, £250... The same sort of spec'd Android tablets came out at a budget price a few weeks later. Okay. So the same sort of spec was like a hundred, a hundred and fifty pound. So basically, they were like, you know, all our Macs and all our stuff. It's like two hundred and fifty quid. Like fuck. Yeah. So basically, it just died. Yeah. It had some really good ideas. It had the. It was the originator of the program, so you could, on, say a touchscreen, racing game where you had to press left or right, on the actual screen, you could use the wiki pad, press a button, and map left and right, as the left and right stick. Oh, you could do that on the uh, shield handheld. Yeah. You could do that for any game. Yeah, you, that's, that's what I mean. But they were the cool. ones who. They that was their program. They originated that idea. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. And basically, when I was talking to him, I basically said to him, "I love the idea. I love the tech. It's too expensive. What you need to do is just scrap the tablet. It's too hard to buy some in of good quality to sell cheap and make profit. Yeah. What you need to do is just have the actual a universal." controller thing that slips into a you know a tablet and they said yeah that's where they're going either just to have like the an android or an ios app um to get the software on and then a controller that would be amazing i've been looking for something like that for a while and i mean while we are talking i will turn on my webcam just so oh, no, you can he's see naked well, I'm in, I'm in a dressing gown. <laughs> um, but just so you can see what I'm talking about, that 
is... Oh, I've the, seen that on Amazon. The game Vice. I've seen something like that on Amazon. And... Basically, it's weird as hell. Because it's looks like two bits of rubber holding together a... Ta- holding... Well, I mean, it's like two halves of a controller. Yeah. Held together by a bit of rubber in the middle. I've I've seen something like that for tablets on Amazon. Yeah, this is the phone version of it. Yeah. So I've only I've only got a phone, but right. they do the the iPhone and they do the the iPad sort of version. And what's weird is I got it sent to review, so I mean I'll be having a quick play around with it and yeah. you know do a bit of a written up words about it and I thought oh I better go check on the price of it so I can have a a look because to me it feels nice in your hands but it's very light and plasticky so in my opinion the Xbox One pad and the PS4 pad are quite nice and they feel well made and they're about 45, 50 pound but the thing is it doesn't hold your device no but you don't need a five hundred pound device to go inside it. Is it really five hundred pounds? Well, the iPhones, yeah, they're about they're about five hundred quid, yeah. No, I, I, I was, I uh, thought you were talking about the controller. No, no, the controller, okay. the one that I've got for the iPhones, they're about seventy five pound. Okay. And for the iPads, they're about ninety pounds. Okay. Which, to me, I think they're... And this also works for Android? Or no? I think you can get Android versions, but I don't know, because I just checked the price of these ones. Um, Because if there's an Android version, I'd I'd take a look at buying one. And, I mean, as I say, it feels good in your hands, and... It's just, I just think they're a little bit too expensive. Yeah. And the main problem that I've had is Android. A lot of the games, you can do the actual, you you plug it in and you can even use the sticks and whatever on the home screen. It works as like a little mouse or whatever. Yeah. Whereas on the iPhone, because Apple are so locked down with their system, it doesn't do anything. And then it's only a few games that work with it. Yeah. So, like, Android, you can use, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you have it, it will probably use it. Especially keyboard and mouse, because um, it's just it's just so built in. You know, you can you can have like a desktop Android device if you want to. I don't suggest doing that, but you can do it. Well, yeah, I mean, Android's just a a different kernel of Linux. Basically, yeah. You know, they just sort of like went off in a different sort of way. Yeah. Made it's... it look a lot nicer, but... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I just... I mean, don't get me wrong. It is a nice piece of kit. I just think... I think it should have been... Forty-five pound. 
I really don't know what it's like. And maybe 55 for the iPad version. I don't know what it's like behind the scenes. And I'm hoping that they're not pricing it this high to make a huge profit off of it. And maybe this is just like just to make some kind of profit off of it. And it's not too easy to make, but I don't know. Uh, And I'm being a little positive here, giving them the benefit of the doubt. But that sounds all right for that kind of price, as long as it works well. One thing that I will say, which is quite eye-opening, is that they've signed a deal to actually be included within all Apple stores. Really? So I, th- I think they might have added a little bit of premium onto the price to be included within, like, an Apple store. Well, anything that's made by Apple or for Apple is going to be expensive. You know, because, so I think that... Because they can. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. It works. It feels nice. No. It's weird if... I think it's because it's very long and quite narrow. It just looks weird in your hand. You need to change the way you're talking because for for the past five minutes, it sounds like you've been talking about someone's dick. Oh, yeah. It feels nice in your hand. It's very long. <sighs> it spits at you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to shake it around to get it to work. Oh, breaking news. Uh-oh. Um, I'm going to get the name wrong. Ah, the charity Child's Play. Okay. Have you heard of them? Yes. They've said they'd be happy to work and support us. And they will attach some copies of the logo. Um, basically... The music CD that we were going to produce, um, uh, so I've emailed them saying, right, we're looking at doing this. Would you like to help us promote it? We'll add your logo on and we'll sort of have on the CD cover £2 of every sale will go to Child's Play. Okay. And they've just come back to us and said, yeah, they'd be happy for all that to, to go ahead. Wow. So. Great. Yeah, so hopefully... I, I, I really need to email you the the documentation I need to fill in for the music CD. What are your it, parents' names? What is your social identity no, number or whatever you call it? It is crazy. Absolutely. Hundreds of little click boxes and you have to sort of put like, the song title, the album... Who made it? What's tracks on it? What studio was involved? Who owns the rights? Who owns the publishing rights? Who does oh, this, man. that? And it's just, it's literally about 50 boxes that you have to go down and click on each thing and fill it all in. For one I mean, song? That, or Yeah, per song. <laughs> each song. Oh, man. And it's just, that's why it's... It's going to to a good cause, though. It scared me when I got the forms. I was like, (laughs) I can't deal with this. It's going to a good cause, though. Yeah. And I mean, we were only going to be... But the the weird thing is, 
is you can, on the pricing, it doesn't say, you, you can't put in a price. You put in premium, standard, and low price. That's all, you, that, they're the options. Okay. So I don't know how, if you put normal, is that nine ninety nine or is that six ninety nine? I I would assume you could you could just contact them and, and ask. You know, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just sorry. I'm I just solved all your problems <laughs> with one sentence. I don't like talking to people. Emails are right though, but yeah, talking to them. For... <laughs> what about this? Uh, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Oh, all right. Wait. This is more like two people just chatting about shit. I, I'd, I'd rather talk about piss, but yeah, if you if you want, yeah, but shit's good. You can insulate the walls with it. Yeah, but piss, like you can drink it. It helps, like it helps your body. Anyway, so while we're talking about <laughs> piss and shit, I've also been playing the Technomancer. That's a good game. That's a good game. That's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> when I first played it, it felt like um, a combination of Mass Effect and Dragon Age, but in action RPG form. Yeah, I thought it was Mass Effect-y, but with a, a more of a fighty sort of action feel. Yeah, and... I really like what it is. It's it's not as much loot-based, but it gets the job done. There's an upgrade system. You know, you have shit like Charisma. I haven't seen Charisma come into play much yet, but uh, it's, a, it's a thing, and there's dialogue trees, and it is not as good as a Mass Effect or a Dragon Age, but I, 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 I feel all right with the review score that was given to it on the website. Did it get three? It got three. Yeah. I feel like that's a good a good score. Because three does not mean it's a bad game. It just does not mean it's spectacular. And that's exactly what it is. It's a good game, but it's nothing spectacular. It's something I feel is worth the money, but it's not it's the just best average. game. Uh, I, feel it, like it it's a little, I feel like it's a little above average, but I could see why you There's nothing that stands say, out. Uh, right. Like I was saying... I can see why you say that. I mean, I think what disappointed me most is when I saw the the trailers and whatnot. It was like, ooh, like a, a decent role playing game. See, the thing is, and I don't you really watch trailers anymore. But and it was on. like it showed a bit of the actiony sort of fighty bits. And yeah. I was like, ooh, I really like Devil May Cry and those <laughs> sort of games. Okay. And I thought, oh, I have that sort of fighting mechanics, but then add the role-playing game elements on top. I thought, oh, that looks really good. And yeah, the fighting mechanics are not the best. They they work and they're they're cool, but they're not, they they could be better. Yeah, they're not Devil May Cry or Bayonetta or anything like that. I I I barely played Devil May Cry, and I have not played Bayonetta so. Yeah. <laughs> Great comment. So, the Technomancer. It's a good game. I mean, I, I didn't actually know it was technically like a sequel. Is it? Yeah, the Mars Wars logs. 
Oh, it's it's like a spiritual successor to that game? Yeah. Oh. It's this same development team. I did not know that. Um, the thing is, I felt Mars Warlogs was playable, but like something you get bored with after playing an hour, you'd have to come back every so that, often to play. That was another game that I saw the trailers and I really wanted to play it. But yeah, I, I saw. I, I okay, never, so I, tra- I never got around to actually getting it. Yeah, so I saw the trailer for that game, and I thought it was interesting. I was like, "What is this?" And I got it, and I'm I was interested when I playing when I was playing it, but I got bored after about an hour, and then I came back a second time, and I played for about an hour again, um, and I got bored. So, like I said, it's basically a game they could play for. Um, an, an hour or less, and then you just put it down and come back to it whenever. Uh, I say you just get that game when it's on like sale because it's that's there's nothing spectacular about that game. There's nothing you can. You, it looks kind of good, like okay, like kind of good, and I it mean, plays fine. But it's just. It, would you say it's better than the Technomancer? No, it's worse than Tech, Technomancer. Oh, right. um, I mean. How far did you gain Technomancer? I've been busy, so I haven't been able to play too much, but I want to say like an hour or so. Because, I mean, I haven't got, I didn't get far into it. I finished the first major mission where you become the Technomancer, and then I did one of the side missions, the captain, lieutenant, or whatever asked me to do. Have you seen Daylight? Daylight, yes. Because the first mission, it's like during night, isn't it? When you're trying to become the Technomancer. No, it's during the daytime. Oh, I'm sure it's dark. No, it's during the daytime. Uh, unless it's just all quite dark. <laughs> no, it's yeah, but I just during the daytime. <laughs> from from what I played of it, it was at night. Uh, so it might have been before that. I don't know, but maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Aqua Motor Racing U- U- Utopita? Utopita? U- Utopia? That's the word. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> How was that game? The problem is... I like how it was silent for a second. I was trying to think of how to start. Right, right. It looks gorgeous. The water looks really yes, good. Yes, The problem I had it with it... because doesn't well? I loved it on the 3DS, the original game. And it was amazing from the first level all the way to about maybe... Say there was eight tracks. Right. The first four were brilliant, and then the last four were horrendous. Really? Because you got to a stage where you have to go in and out of the left and right chevrons or chicanes, whatever you want to... You know, the... I don't know what that means, but okay, go on. You know, those little floating bollards. Oh, okay. Did you just, what have... did you just say? I don't know. Bollards? What, you, uh, what, what is that word? It sounds like bollocks, but... <laughs> what the a, a bollard is a... It's something that's... It's like a pillar that stands in the middle of the road that stops cars going down. Okay. It might be a UK thing. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I never knew what those things were called anyway. But yeah, basically, on the game, you've got to go around the track, but then at certain sections, it's got, like, the floating 
thing that's got either a red thing or a yellow light on it. It's and got red a red means thing or a yellow thing. Or you have to go thing. around the right, and a yellow thing means go around the left. But if you go around the wrong way, you lose all your speed, and you also get one strike. If you get three strikes, you've disqualified. Oh, so it's baseball. Three strikes and you're out. Yeah. And <laughs> in the early stages, it's okay because the tracks are the... the environment's quite open and you can see where you're going but when you get towards the end of the levels it's very tight and twisty and tight and twisty on water doesn't really work very well but it works in other things but in normal driving games you've got traction whereas in water you don't really have traction wait what (laughs) (laughs) so the earlier levels when it's more open it works brilliantly. It plays really nice. Okay. But when it gets to very tight and twisty, it, it might be the fact that you have to spend hours getting used to it. Because I've only gone on had a quick go, then, you know, just to get a video up. And I will be playing more of it when I get a bit more time. But I loved Moto you know, Aqua uh, for the 3DS. I think it was only about eight quid. When it came out for that, there I needs think this to is be a kayaking game. This is going to be twenty pound, I think, when it when it's out. I think it's out is in it early access. It, is it worth the money? Technically, yes, but I still think it's not quite as good as Wave Race sixty four. I never played Wave Race. That I still think is the pinnacle of that jet ski races. Okay, I. I like Jet Moto back in the day. Yeah, I think that I think we call it Jet Rider. Really? Yeah, is that the one way? Like That's you're the one a hover on the PlayStation. You're a hover bike, and you can like, as you go around corners, you can like use like a grappling magnetic hook to go around faster. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. It was Jet Rider in the UK. Really? But yeah, I loved hmm. that game so much. Yeah, and then this is like where the whole like Mountain Dew and video games thing happened. Like yeah, we never got the instances. third one, which I think was a bit more sponsored. I never played we only the got third the first one. Two. I only played. I think I only played a little bit of the first, and I played a lot of the second. Yeah, I can't. It's one of these things where I played them that much. And I can't remember which one it is, but then when I actually played like an emulator, when I had the Eagle TV box thing, right. I was like playing where I was like, oh, this track, I remember this track. Oh, this track, I remember. Do you know when you just like, you haven't played it for like 20 years. And it was just like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, it'd be like, I love that game. It'd be like 15 years or something in my case. <laughs> I mean, like we had Matt Small on the podcast uh, about a year and a half ago now. Yeah. I'm completely going to blank on the name of the game. Um, He worked for... Oh, God. Vector Unit. Never heard of them. Who do... Beach Buggy Blitz. I've never heard of that. Which, to me, it's not a very good game. But the games that they did do was they did the Xbox 360 and Windows version of 
Hydra Thunder Hurricane. Okay. Which was absolutely amazing. And for mobiles, they did Riptide GP2 and Riptide GP. Okay. And they're amazing games. And we had the guy on and we were talking. And I basically said to him, you know, for your next Riptide GP, maybe you should think about using the motor rider sort of motor, um, whatever you called it. Um, sort of like idea of having like hover bikes so it's not just over water, you can go over land as well. Yeah. And they seemed very interested in the concept. So hopefully that idea might come back. That would be interesting. Because I did love that game. But like I said, there needs to be a kayaking game. <laughs> I have not seen seen one for uh, at least 10 plus years. I had one on on my mobile phone on Android. Really? Yeah, because. But I mean, like, a, like a not AAA, but maybe like AA kind of. Ah, oh, this was this was budget, game. real yeah. budget. Yeah, I take it like was... a PC indie title for that. If anything, I mean, it might have even been on the Wikipad when I got sent that to review, because it it used both analog sticks either side for each. Side of your... Yeah, well, it would have to. You know. Anyway. Moving on to a game that doesn't involve racing. Pokemon Go! Inside. Inside Pokemon Go! Yeah. Is that the... Is that... Play Dead. Tell me what it is. It's basically the sequel to... I've forgotten the name. <laughs> it's the black and white game from Play Dead Limbo. Okay, this is what I'm so, thinking. That so it yeah, is. it's a sequel, technically, to that sort of thing. Okay, how how is that? It's amazing what a small team of say ten people can do with six years working on a great on a game. Is it good or bad? It's probably the best game I've played in two or three years. But then again, you only play bad games anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's really good. I, I I loved it. I don't. I mean, I don't know if I I never played Limbo, but I've seen somebody play through it, and I don't know if I was really interested in it in the first place. So I don't know if I'd be interested in playing inside but i might be interested in watching it i mean to me limbo was more puzzle than platformer yeah yeah it's this just like is, i don't like the way that it was this is more platformer puzzle really do you know what i mean so it's so more i probably it, wouldn't like it it's less puzzles than it, you know, than the original. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't really like platformers too much. I mean, I liked Sonic. I liked Mario. I hated with a passion, Little Big Planet. I see. The thing is, I like Little Big Planet because of the creativity stuff. It doesn't matter if it's held together by the glue of the hideous gameplay. I don't think the gameplay's hideous. I just don't think it's the best thing out there. 
Ah, oh, the character movement is just so wrong. Um, I do like Mario, and I thought Sonic was all right, but I think Sonic gets a really bad rap. Well, for the modern games, Sonic deserves it. For the older games, um, up until maybe just like Sonic and Knuckles, I want to say. I mean, I will good. say, even Sonic Adventure One and Two. Okay, you know what? I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Yeah, those were pretty cool. And you've got to remember, on the Sega Saturn, Sega didn't really do any 3D platformers, so this was their f- proper big first 3D platform game. Yes, and that included Sonic. You know, so I, I think they, yes, the camera angles were a bit dodgy, and but that's that's a thing of its time. Like camera angles yeah, were not. Yeah. And they're still not perfected today, but they are so much better. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard for when you're first starting to do that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just think that a lot of people give it... Because they just see it as, oh, it's the same generation as PS2, It must it's just horrible. But it's like, no... Well, it Dream, cannot... Dreamcast was, like, just before PlayStation 2. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Sega, they didn't have the Saturn to make 3D games where Sony did. No, they had the PlayStation to make 3D games, not the Saturn. No, I'm saying <laughs> Sega. No, had I know the what you're Saturn. saying. I was just, I'm just kidding. So, I'm just kidding. Whereas, like with PlayStation, they had the PS1, which was a 3D capable machine. Yeah, it was made so to they, do 3D. Well, I mean, the thing is, the Saturn was not made to do 3D, and they added on yeah, a bunch of extra hardware, cobbled they, it together. Yeah, and they just <laughs> just barely got out with with 3D capability. The Saturn. The Saturn was good for what it was, though, with the the two D stuff, and it was impressive that there were there were games that were able to be three D rendered and playable on there. I have to give it to them. Well, I mean, like, it wasn't it wasn't that at, great of a console at the time when Virtua Fighter Two came out. That was simply stunning. How that looked? I guess I I was not. I did not know about the Saturn and I, you know, like I was a PlayStation kid, but like I was born a year before the PlayStation came out in North America. So, so yeah. So inside, I would recommend it wholeheartedly as <laughs> an amazing game. How the fuck did we get to the Sega Saturn? It's because I said the little big planet, the player movement was horrible. And then we started talking about, how Sonic gets a bad rap in that. Oh, well, he deserves it for the newer games because they are pretty fucking trash. I tell you what. the la- I, I want to say the the more... Uh, Sonic Boom, I thought, was quite bad. Yeah. no, the, But the one the, before that, Sonic Lost Worlds, I thought that was not too bad. Uh, I never played it, but I've seen it, and I didn't, it didn't really seem too special. But the thing is, I feel like the last good Sonic game that's a modern Sonic game would be the Sonic Racing game. All-Stars Racing... Yes. What is it? All-Stars Racing Transformed or whatever? Yes. Something I, like that, isn't that's, it? That's pretty good. I mean, it doesn't even feel like a Mario Kart ripoff. It really doesn't. I would actually say I had more fun with that than Mario Kart. Yeah, but you don't like good games. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say, Kart. like, I really I really do like the Sonic Racing game, but I, I prefer Mario Kart. I really do. Mario Kart for the SNES was amazing. 
For the 64, I will disagree with that. Like I'll say, it's was, a good game. Uh, but for the 64, it, well. it was poor. I haven't played apart too much of that the, one. So. Apart from the battle mod, which was amazing. I I haven't played too much of 64, so I, I and can't then anything. the GameCube version. I'll admit I've not played. I I've I've had that. I have the GameCube that came with the game. I mean, um, I've got it now, but it's like I like 300 it. miles down south. Yeah, no, I I like it. It's a good... And it adds an interesting mechanic to the game where you can swap riders and you could do two-player where, like, each person is, like, on a car. Like, you could do two players and have, you know, your buddy on the back. You could, like, cooperate. And, I mean, the next one, the Wii version... That was trash. No, the Wii version was actually pretty good, and the Wii, the, no. the 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 3DS, the DS one's good. The 3DS one was pretty good. DS one's good. 3DS one was amazing, and the Wii U one is like the 3DS one, but with for added a couple of weeks stuff. was amazing, and then after a while, I got sick of it. Uh, I like the Wii U one better than the 3DS one. Yeah, it's basically the 3DS version just like cleaned up and added features yeah which there's nothing wrong with that yeah but no I'm just saying that I'm not one of these people when I was younger I played Master System Ridge Racer Type 4 <laughs> where to unlock all 128 cars you had to play each track but you had to finish first, second and third on one level, restart the game, finish third, second, and first. You have to do all that in order on each track to unlock all, <clears throat> all the cards. See, I like unlocking stuff, but that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and I managed to get to 124 cars, and then my brother borrowed the memory card to, to use it on his PS1. And then when he returned it, it deleted the whole thing. <laughs> So I didn't play the game after that. See, this is like... why I don't share that shit with people. <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't progress. share it. He just came back and said, oh, I'll use that. I was like, oh, all right. Bastard. But, okay. yeah, so inside I'd recommend. Next up, Auto Warriors for iOS. It's for iOS and, you know, basically iPhone, iPads. It's made by the guy who was, I think he said he was the lead on Split Second. Okay. But this isn't and for Android. I, I think at the moment it's just iOS. Oh, that's not fair. But it's like a full 3D top-down view car combat game. But the gimmick is it's turn-based. Wait, whoa, 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 what? It's turn-based? Yep. All right. You get three seconds. Basically, you either tap the car and drag it, and it, a little line comes out of the car, so that's where it will try and drive. Okay. And when you draw a line and press play, three seconds plays out, and then it stops. Then you change direction, change weapons, change, you know, to try and destroy the other car. Right. And you do that. So you're not then, racing around, though? No, it's just a top-down mm. car combat game. And 
once you've done it, it comes either win or lose. It comes up saying replay. So you click that and it plays the whole thing as one continuous sort of like play. Okay. So you can see the whole thing playing in real time. I'm interested. And the car's got real physics. So if you hit a wall, you sort of flip out and do jumps and oh. it's really quite good. That sounds really good. I, oh man, I hope it's on Android. That sounds pretty good. I was actually, I played it for an hour or so. I got past the, the training bits, had a chat with him for an hour with the interview for last week's podcast. And then I actually went to bed, went to sleep, woke up. Then over the weekend, man, I must've put about five hours into that. Wow. I really like that game. I I want to play that game. It's good. I'd recommend it. I mean, I've actually said to him that although it's a completely touchscreen game, it's one of the more complete games I've ever played for my and for a mobile phone. You know, it's actually well thought out and yeah. it plays to the strengths of the phone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what more can you ask? Uh, for it to suck your dick. If, the problem is the <laughs> lightning jack's really too small. It hurt like hell. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's one of the problems I had with... I, I, I have one of... It's not the newest iPod Touch, but it's, it's, it's still, like, relative. Um... And if it's quite it's, it's, fairly new, I think it's, it's out on the iPod as well. The problem, yeah, but the problem is I can't charge it because the pins are squished down. Ah, right. And it's like, wow, that's pretty fucking shitty. So, is it the pins in the charger or in the actual? It's the pins in the in the device. Ah, right. And like to service it, uh, even people at like Apple, like I've I've had a coworker take a look at. It. And uh, he called up Apple to see if it was, like, like some Apple store or whatever. And he called around, like, different stores. Not just Apple stores, but, like, people who fix that stuff. And they said it's, like, it's not worth it to fix it. It's You might as well just buy a new one. But, like, fuck if I want to do that. Um, so it's probably fucking dead. So, And, and charging it is n- nearly impossible. So, mm. I, yeah. I mean, why do they charge so much for bits and bobs? I mean, I used to have an old... Because because Apple devices are so fucking expensive. Like, they charge you, like, $5 million for, like, a $500 <laughs> PC. But so I, I had the old iPod Shuffle. Yeah. And I sort of... I got it given for doing something for work. Right. And I used it for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then someone stood on the charging sort of arm, it was like a weird shape and it snapped. And I googled around, went onto the Apple store and you could buy a replacement charger. But the charger was about thirty five pound. But the actual iPod shuffle was only about forty pound brand new. You see what I mean? You know, so I might as well just buy a new one. You see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous, man. It's 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 just it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, what else? Yeah, what so else the last game that I played this week 
is Pokemon Go. <sighs> I won't even class that. I played that. I, I like turned that you game. on. I had like a fiddle around game. with it and it's turned you off and cool. deleted it. It's pretty cool. No, it's Micro it's Machines for my iPhone. Micro Machines. It's actually not bad. It's a free to play game. Micro Machines. Uh huh. Yeah. But is it's it really, a racing game? What is it? Yeah, it's a top-down racing game. Okay. It's it's quite fun. And yes, I know what micro-machines are, don't... Yeah, you no, don't it's have just... to explain to me what that is. Yeah. They're like micro-machines. <sighs> is this podcast over yet? It's, it's getting there. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. So, I mean, there were... Yeah, I'd recommend Micro Machines. It it plays well. It looks nice. It's free. Give it a go. There you go. That's well, that's the best selling point. Is it's free because if it's free, I will most likely try it if somebody tells me. To. Yeah, but I mean, because I've had this game vice controller for the my phone, I've deleted a couple of the the games off the my phone and downloaded some of the recommended controller games. Mm-hmm. And. Two of the games that I would like to recommend is Snow Party 2, which is like a Tony Hawk-style game, but snowboarding. Okay. So I guess the best thing I'd say is probably like... uh, Not Amped. Oh, God. What are the sort of realistic sort of snowboard games that are on PS1? I'm completely blind. I don't think any of them were realistic. Cool, cool borders. That's when, not realistic. You know, That's like an arcade no, game. But I mean, I mean, less arcade than EA big sort of. See, I thought you because because the first two amps are like snowboard simulation games. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, third and the third one, one is one just like proper crazy. Yeah, it was just crazy, but it was a good game nonetheless. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a bit like amped. It's hard you know, to the, it's hard to come by a snowboarding game right now. Um, and with that, it's hard to come by one that isn't like arcadey and stuff like that. So like there's snow on PC. Um, there's a one that I found, uh, on, on 360. I never heard of, but it's called stoked. Um, and that's a really good snowboarding game. Um, and even it's insane. It even takes effects. Uh, there's effects like in, in weather. So like one day can be hotter than the next. And that means like snow will like the snow will be. Uh, there will be less snow or like there could be like a blizzard going on in the game. And that means there's a shit ton of snow and you can't really see that much like this. And, and it updates like quickly. It's not like each real life day is a different like day of weather. Like there's a cycle that they have. Uh, I don't know if it's server side or what, um, but it's, it's, it's really interesting. And it's it's pretty realistic and it's actually kind of hard to play due to it being uh somewhat realistic. But yeah, snowboard yes. games are hard to come by, especially yeah. like I said, and ones that are simulation. Especially for mobile, it actually plays quite nice. But the best game that I've played so far with the controller is a game called AG Drive. Oh, of course, a driving game. And it's basically wipeout. But well, uh, it's basically F Zero because it's wipeout but without weapons. So I liked 
the GameCube FZ uh, F Zero game. F Zero GX. Yeah, I liked that one the best. And was it the arcade that was AX? Probably. I can't remember. That but, was that long you know, ago. That was the one. But yeah, that was could, good. You can like buy new parts and create your custom machine and like damn this game's good and like you have to be like on your game it's not it's not a casual game it's you have to be hardcore into it because you can like destroy your machine and just like retire within the first lap so that's that's some that's 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 an awesome game yeah so sad things that was probably one of Sega's last all-time greats from an internal studio. Yeah, they need to make another F-Zero. They need to make one like GX, but make it like so much more over the top. I don't think Sega's got the team to do it anymore. They'd have to go somewhere else. Well, they take... They, they would do... Uh, what they should do is like have like devs at Sega and Nintendo work together. Well, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, I think nearly all Sega staff's gone now. The the only teams they have now... Mostly mobile and shit like ...are teams that. that they've bought, like Sports Interactive, who do the Football Manager games, and There's, the guys who do well, Total War. I mean, Nintendo can do it. It's a Nintendo property, is it not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, it's Nintendo's. I'm just saying it was, that was, they got Sega to do it last time. I'll be honest with you. I, Nintendo could probably... Be, probably with nintendo now um they could probably do a better job um with that game series because look at the games that nintendo has been putting out i'm trying to think of some (laughs) we look at wii u games (laughs) i can't think of any i mean like splatoon that was horrendous. I hated that game. No, Splatoon was pretty good. I was done pretty well. But it's like... I mean, this is what I think. Nintendo are going to say, at, when they announce the NX proper, they're going to say, look at all these games that are coming to it. Because in the, last year or, in the last year or so... Nearly all the big Nintendo games, they've all been farmed out to like Platinum or Namco or other teams to make. So all Nintendo studios, they're quietly working on unannounced stuff. Yeah. So I think they're going to actually sort of have... They're going to make it, the uh, F-Zero, new Mario, NX. F-Zero gonna, Metroid, yeah, everything ready NX. to go. So... They but it's not going to be called it, NX. They better... No, 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 I was just saying. But they better make an f-zero game because that game needs to be that series needs to be revisited it's been way too long it it wasn't on the wii wasn't on the wii u it needs to come back because they can they can do quite well with that to be honest yeah i get what you mean i tell you do you think that it's going to be a handheld machine that also connects to a tv it seems like it I mean, do you think they'll get the fidelity to actually get the games within a handheld sort of base? What I'm thinking is they're gonna they're gonna make what the way I feel they're going to do is they're gonna make two versions, and it's and it's not gonna be like too crazy to do this. 
So it's going to be like the handheld version. And then when you plug it into the base, the base probably has some kind of processor in there that it uses there. And it'll like upscale it or, or something. It'll increase whatever settings to the game. And you'll be able to play it on the TV. This is that's that's what it feels like it's going to be. Yeah. There's also rumors saying that they're going to get half of it out for next year, then the other half for the year after a summit. I don't know. I really Which don't know. Just to be honest, crazy. that doesn't that does that's crazy, and that's not and Nintendo is crazy, but that's not Nintendo crazy. That's just a little ridiculous. Mm. I don't. I don't see Nintendo releasing half of their product to the consumer market. I see them waiting till they have a complete set, and they'll ship it out. It doesn't make sense for them to sell half of a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think if they do that, the machine's dead. Yeah, if they sell half of it, it's, people are going to forget about it because then. You know, they, they can only do half the stuff or, or whatever if they're only selling the handheld first. You know? Like, in a business sense, it would make sense if at the same time they were releasing both things, but they were being sold separately, and it helped cheapen the cost, so if people only wanted to play as a handheld, they'd be able to do so. But releasing it at different times? I mean, the only way so. that, uh, that I can understand their thinking is... They're thinking, if we release it all in one, it's going to have a handheld game machine that's going to be about $200, maybe $250, and a home console that's going to be like $200. So are we going to really try to sell something for like $450? It depends on what it's capable of doing. So I can see them thinking... If we release the handheld for two hundred fifty dollars now, and then in a year's time have that other thing for two hundred dollars, it sounds a lot cheaper. But technically, it's not. I don't know, because to be honest, I probably wouldn't. As a consumer, I probably wouldn't buy that that docking station unless I had to for specific games or something. But other than that, I would just play as a handheld then, and then that's where they'd lose their money. Because if they sold that separate part and most people just said, I don't need it, I'm just going to play as a handheld, they're going to lose their money on shipping it out separately at a different time. You know? Yeah, it's... I, I just don't understand. This is if, just rumors, the, though. This is this is just a rumor. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it's probably going to be this, something completely gonna, different. Yeah, no, they're not... If If this is what it is, I don't see Nintendo... Selling these two things separately at different times. Maybe selling them as different products, as separate products, at the same time. I could see that happening because I could see someone saying, Oh, hey, I got the handheld, but I usually play this at home. They're selling the docking station right here next to the handheld. I might as well get it. That makes sense. But if you're selling it at a different time, people mm-hmm. are already settled in as playing these things as handhelds. And the games work fine, assumingly. Why would why would they go out and spend another two hundred dollars or or so on a docking station when they can already play their games? You know. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, 
I don't know if you've ever used it or seen it being played, but I used to have the Neo Geo Gold. I have that, yes. And I quite enjoyed it, being able to either use it as a handheld or plug it into the little docking station. See, the problem I had was I preferred to play it as the handheld, but I really wanted to have the arcade stick. Because the, the, the audio and video quality was very garbage for TV, but on the handheld, it, it was excellent. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't very good docked, but it was very good when it was a handheld, although the battery life uh, wasn't that great. I need to find that thing because it, it was a neat little thing, and I like playing Metal Slug. So. I mean, I solved man. I got an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> what was it? Ten pounds? I, I, I bought it brand new yeah. with the Mega Games Collection Volume 1, because he only did one. <laughs> I did it do two. See, when I got it, I only got a... What's that ninja fighting game? Some, like, Shadow Summit. Some, Samurai I, I know it, Showdown? That's not That's it, one it? with the swords. It wasn't that, no. It was, a, it was a game that wasn't released in America or something. It was, like, a weird one. I don't I don't know much about the Neo Geo, so but, Yeah. Uh, it, but yeah, it, I, it, it it included whatever Ninja Fighter yeah, game or whatever. I got the I got. exclusive game that you that you got that probably came with every single one. I got the Mega Games pack which had like fifteen games on. And the thing is they were just S D cards, so you could I think yeah. you were just able to load ROMs onto an SD Technically, card. Technically you them. could, but it was locked, so you had to change the ROM names to the games that were already on the ROM. No, no, no. I think you could just get an SD card by itself and just plug it in and play. When I when I looked into it it was you put you had to change the names of the ROMs to the games that were on it because it was locked in the console. Really? But so it would think it was booting the football game, but in essence, it could be whatever game you want. You just change the file name. Really? Okay, and I didn't hear that. All right. Yeah, I proper looked into it because I was like, "Do I really want to buy more of these games that were like bloody expensive?" Nope. You know. Did I ever tell you about what I found out about Engage games? Nope. You know, I don't think so. You, you know what the Engage is, right? Oh, I, I used to have one. Yeah, I loved okay, it. Okay, so yeah, I have both models. Uh, <laughs> Engage games are shaped like SD cards, and one day I put it into an SD card reader for for a joke, and it actually came up, and I was able to rewrite the files. <laughs> you you can you can change, and the thing is, I plugged in like the Elder Scrolls game, and all the auto audio files were WAV files, so you were able to change a lot of the stuff in the game. Like that's insane. Shaped just like an SD card, it didn't have. A, it doesn't have as many pins as an SD card has, but it fits in an SD card reader, and you can read it. That blew hmm. my mind. Yeah, it's, it'll basically be like the Sega GD discs, GD ROMs. Yeah, and but technically speaking, there was no real difference from a CD ROM. They just changed it slightly. Well, the thing is, GD ROM is. Uh, Thinner than a CD, but it holds more space. So that's why when people... That's why people, when people yeah. load games onto CDs, they uh, run the risk of ruining 
their uh, laser because it's putting a lot more effort onto the laser. But fuck that. You should just get the SD card reader thing that they have. <laughs> I tell you, have you s- I watched uh, like a half hour video about finally breaking the Sega Saturn's copy protection. I'm interested in seeing this. And the guy was like, oh, oh I first of all just wanted to work out a way to make sound through the Sega Saturn because it had like 38 channels you could do with different bits and bobs. Right. So he removed all the stuff that you didn't need. So he's basically had a board and then he was like, oh, I can't get any disc data on because the copy protection's really good. It's actually the disc themselves, they add like a little wavy line around the outsk- outskirts of the disc. Really? And if the laser didn't see that, it wouldn't boot up so it was like well and the cd drive itself has its own processor that as soon as it turns on it boots and it looks for that wavy line if you can't see it it won't boot that's awesome and he says well there's no way to get around that it's a separate processor that's built just to do that one job so he ripped the whole lot out and then he was like well the the video CD card, that's built into the stuff, so it gets data from that. So maybe if I do other bits and bobs. And in the end, he worked out that if he shoves some in the video CD port, shoves a USB connector onto it, puts data on a USB stick, it can basically just put data straight through so it thinks it's booting from the drive, but it's not. Oh, man. And basically, he's looking at trying to build these... At the minute, it's just like a board with soldered shit on it. Right, right, right. But he's looking at actually making it a bit smaller, a bit neater, and selling them for people just to plug into the Saturn and basically just shove all your ROMs straight onto it. I do that because getting Saturn games is... Although the cases are awesome, they're... they're, t- they're what are they like in America? Up. In they're... the UK, they were cardboard and they just fell apart. Oh, they're like... They're like uh, PlayStation jewel cases, but like, like the old place. They're like big doubles. Yeah, so, big, so like, do you tall. do you remember like three D O cases or yes. uh, old PlayStation rectangular boxes before they went to the jewel cases? It's like that, but a little bit thicker, and it's like a jewel case, mm. but that size. That's what those are like. They fall apart. Like if you drop it, that's it. You're fucked. But those things are so cool. Because like in the UK, it was literally like a double height sort of size, so quite tall. Right. And it was like cardboard all the way around. Really? With the plastic bits that like closed together and, and opened. But if you got a bit of moisture on it, the glue came off and the whole thing just fell apart. <laughs> we got and better because pieces than you did then, damn. At the time... It was a lot of, like, stalls and car boot sales and where you'd go and pick up your cheap Sega Saturn stuff because it failed miserably. Man, I'd love to buy cheap Sega Saturn stuff. I remember going to a car boot sale. This is, like, only a few years after it had been discontinued. Right. And they had Sega Rally there. I'd already had a copy of it, but I just like, oh, I might as well buy of it. Of course there. And it, they had a sticker on saying £10. And I said, oh, I've only got a f- I've only got a few quid on me, and they're like, oh, three quid. I was like, I've only got two pound twenty. He's like, 
That'll do. <laughs> wow. And how much is that game now? Probably about 50p. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, that's the problem. A lot of the I good games... I barely have under, any Saturn games. But the good games that were good, they actually did sell quite a lot of them. It was the shit games that are hard to find. Right. You know, it's... I, have a, I, I mean, think... apart from... What annoys me is I used to have Burning Rangers, but it was terrible, so I sold it. And now, and it's, now it's worth like a hundred and odd right? quid. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think I sold it to a friend for a fiver. Yeah, I think I I think most of my games are common games. Like I have SimCity, uh, Hexen, that Jurassic Park game that I don't like. Uh, I have Is that the, the side scrolling one? Yeah. Uh what, I have the, the combo pack of um what is it Virtual Cop two, is it? Um, I like Virtual Cop one and two. I th- Daytona and like Virtual Fighter two or something like that. Daytona Daytona Oh bloody hell, I've just realized we've been talking for like an hour and 20 minutes yeah it's actually gone quite quick yeah okay all right <laughs> so should we do the wrap-ups sure i don't i don't know how to wrap but you start and i will follow no i was gonna say something proper controversial then <laughs> like everything else you say no i was gonna say yo my n-word yo my nigga yeah <laughs> If, the thing is, you forget that this podcast strangely, unexpectedly, crazily goes out to, I think the last one was maybe about 100,000 people. Okay. And I do get sent quite a lot of mail with like, literally along the word, lines of, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. And then they'll say something, I was like, I can't remember saying anything about that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of corrections for me, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what I had to take off the... Uh, we used to have comments below reviews <laughs> a couple of years ago. And one of the girls who used to write for us, I was talking to her over Skype and she was crying Really? Like proper, you're gonna take a, you're gonna take something serious from an internet stranger? So I just I'll, um, I'll just take the whole lot off. Like that's under like removing it. Yeah, like that's the smart idea. But like taking something serious from it, somebody it cut, from who could be like from Africa or something like it cut the views of the pages down by about eighty percent. See, that's understandable. But my what I'm talking about is like crying over something, something someone said. Oh yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that's it's a little well, ridiculous. Like, like before we started, I told you that asshole about the video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So it has. It's just like buy the game if you want to play it. You know, <laughs> don't bother me. Yeah. Anyway. It's been One Up Gaming, so please visit our website at oneupgaming.co.uk. We are selling lovely little Android retro gaming boxes. It's called the Eagle Box. It plays, for me, 
It plays Mega Drive and SNES flawlessly in PS1 games. What and... about Master System? Yes. Okay. I might be sold. And NES. It plays... I think you mean NES. 8-bit, 16-bit, and 32-bit absolutely flawlessly. Um, it's just getting up to the 64-bit era. It gets a bit janky, but Is I think... Is PSP 64-bit? No. It's 32, but... right? No, I I'm think... just I'm just curious. I'm not I'm not pointing anything out. You said I'm just I was just curious. No, I think the PSP it used a higher resolution image and uh, higher textures, which slows things down when they don't have enough RAM. It's so funny you say that because I'm just thinking about it now. PSP I guess has somewhat higher resolution than PlayStation. That's funny to think about. It might even have higher resolution than PS2. Mm. PS2 it's is hard, able to do up to, to 1080i with a lot of games. Then again, it's like when I've played the PSP games I, blown up on a TV, it does look very bare and sparse. I wanna, well, that's because of the PSP. Like, there's a lot of stuff that they didn't render. They didn't render well. Let's not get into that. But the thing is, I think... I've seen PSP render up to like 480p, I want to say. Mm. Or 480i. It's either one of those. Um, and PS2 was able to render up to 1080i on some games like Grand, uh, not Grand Theft Auto, Gran Turismo 3. I, you know, I've been doing this since I was a kid and I still, <laughs> for some reason, mess up Gran Turismo and Grand Theft Auto. I don't know why. Easily done. Yeah, they're they're basically the same games. Yeah, that Grand Theft Auto thing came out. The the Cunning Sons thing. I really want to try that. It looks awesome. I have no idea. It 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 adds new cars and like they're like stunt cars and stuff. And they added new races where you'll be racing through tubes and you'll be making really huge jumps. Where if you make the jump the wrong way, your car will explode. And there's a lot of like dodging stuff, and it looks really cool. Yeah, but that, it's all on the online sort of bit, isn't it? Yeah. I maybe put... I created a character, and then I maybe put about 10 minutes in walking about and turned it off. Why is it that every time I bring up a game, it's always, oh, I don't know, I played it for the first mission and then got lost and turned it off. Or, I, I don't know, I played it for 10 minutes and then just turned it off. Or, I looked at the game for five seconds and realized I didn't want to play it, so I turned <laughs> it off. This is like... Everything I hear about games that I bring up. I don't like online gaming. <laughs> you can play that I offline. I don't like people. Although, you oh, no, be able to race the, with other people. I played the single player quite a bit. The single player's cool. Like, you could still play... Uh, I think like, it's a little a bit overrated. Player. It's good, but... It's, it's good. It is overrated, but it's still good. Yeah. Um, you could still play, like, mul the multiplayer stuff, like, in a... Like, a single player kind of mode it's not that great because it's just like you playing by yourself though <laughs> i'd probably like it better like gta 4 was fun to play by myself online like making like doing party mode or whatever because I tell it's just you. like i just crash cars around and play around with the physics and then in this about game, you. it's like it's different how long did it take to find where the online mode was in gta 4 uh five seconds I was looking all over. It's on the phone. Yes. Oh wow. 
you go to a menu and go online. You don't no, 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 the you game go up to and go multiplayer. to the phone. It's like one of the first like selections, I believe. It's just called multiplayer. How do you miss that on the phone? Like I can see like never, missing I it never in used the, first the place. phone. Well, the thing is, you have to use the phone for a lot of things. Uh, anyway, this has been one of gaming. We're done. Bye. Yeah, so the Eagle Box, cheapest in the UK, sixty four ninety nine. <laughs> we have Patreon at patreon.com slash OUG. Can you not buy it in the US? You can buy it in the US. Okay. It will just be whatever price that is converted across because it's the same you shipping. Said, like, yes. um, so we've got official t-shirts and mugs at bluecyborg.com. Just search One Up Gaming. Woo. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Just go to our website. There's links at the top of the screen. You can tweet us at OUG Official. Email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And you can find us on iTunes. Please search. No, just subscribe to us. Give us five stars. (laughs) If people give us five star reviews and leave a nice comment and leave your Twitter handle, then once we get to eight reviews per podcast, so the if the One Up Gaming podcast has got eight reviews, OUG Talks has got about four. Once we get to eight reviews per podcast, I will give away a eight inch uh, Windows Ten Toshiba tablet. I will give away an eight inch floppy. If it's eight inch and floppy, though, you're doing quite well. Yeah. So it's been me, David, and George. Yeah, that's me. Saying thank you all for watching. No, thank (laughs) you all for listening. (laughs) And we'll be back next week. (laughs) Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.